Welcome to my comfort show, where every two weeks I chat about the TV show Gilmore Girls and I cook recipes to go with each episode. My name is Mia and I'm your host. In addition to my discussion about the episode and what recipes I've been making recently, stay tuned until the end of the episode where I choose my favorite moments from the episode, share fun facts from behind the scenes, and finally figure out why Gilmore Girls is such a comfort show to so many of us out there. So if that sounds fun to you, then just keep listening. Hey guys, welcome back. I hope you had a really great Thanksgiving. Um, If you had a little break from work or school, I hope that that was relaxing and enjoyable. I know I definitely needed that, and I had a really great time. Um, Another exciting thing is that Spotify Wrapped came out a few days ago. I got the results for this podcast as well, which was so exciting because a lot of the stats were completely new to me. I had never seen them before. And for example, the one that really stuck with me was that eight listeners had this podcast as their number one podcast for the entire year. So it's the the number one podcast they had listened to the most this year, which is so, so cool. And I just wanted to say thank you to those people. And even if you're just joining, I want to say thank you as well, because um, it just really means a lot that like, even if one person out there (laughs) listens to this, I'm just so happy. (laughs) All right. So yeah, why don't we just jump right into the title for this episode? We're going to be talking about Season 1, Episode 15, Christopher Returns, and it aired on March 1st, 2001. Now, obviously, we're going to get all into how I felt about this episode, but first, I wanted to just talk a little bit about food because I do talk about recipes and cooking every episode, at least a little bit. And um, I did just want to give a shout out to the really amazing recipe that I made twice during Thanksgiving week. I made it on Wednesday night and Thursday Thanksgiving night. Um, It's the chocolate olive oil cake by Melissa Clark. Um, It's a New York Times cooking recipe. And it was so, so good. I put like a billion videos and pictures of it on my Instagram if you want to see that. But it just came out so good. And I made this um, cream cheese frosting to put on top of it, which was kind of just my idea because I made the cake. And because I was bringing it to like a friend's house for dinner and same thing on Thanksgiving, I brought it to like... uh, you know, a nice dinner. And (laughs) I didn't want to just serve this bare chocolate cake. So if you want to make it look a little bit more, not really fancy, but a little more put together, a little more fun, just give it a little something extra. Then, um, I made this cream cheese frosting that is super easy to make. Um, you basically just take half a package of cream cheese, a little bit of water to thin it out, some powdered sugar, and a little bit of vanilla extract. And you just whip it all together and you just refrigerate it and then put it on top of the cake right before you serve it. And it is so good. So (laughs) definitely try that with this chocolate olive oil cake. I'll put the links and everything in the show notes. But 
it was just so light and just a little bit spicy because it had cinnamon and a little bit of Earl Grey tea mixed in and I just had never tasted something like that before so definitely try that and as always I say this every episode but if you have your own recipes that you want to share with me um, that were either inspired by this episode or if you made something for Thanksgiving and you want to share it with me I'd love to see what you made please feel free to send them to me on Instagram or if you want to email me at mycomfortshow at gmail.com. That would be super cool. All right, so let's first talk about where we left off last time, just to put it into context. So last time, Rory and Dean, they shared their opinions on the traditional role of homemaker and Dean had to clarify that he doesn't expect Rory to provide for him in that way or in the way that Donna Reed did on her show. And meanwhile, Lorelai and Luke, they were looking for a baby chick that got lost. And because of that, Emily basically forces Lorelai to kind of admit that she's starting to have some feelings for Luke. But of course, the big cliffhanger at the end of last episode, which is most relevant for today, was that Rory's father, Christopher, showed up in town. And that's basically where the episode ended. Now, to get right into this episode, that's pretty much where we continue off of. So we understand that Christopher will be staying with Rory and Lorelai for at least a week, from my understanding. And he's sleeping on the couch. And we learn a little bit about Christopher and just where he's at in his life. And he mentions um, someone named Diane. Okay, maybe he's with, or maybe he was with someone new or something. You know, a lot of time has passed. Um, we learn that his startup is apparently going really well because, just as a reminder, there were some brief mentions in previous episodes about how Christopher was in California working on a startup and basically this business venture I guess and we learn in this episode that it's apparently doing really well and just notice that I said apparently (laughs) all right oh my gosh my pillow just fell down okay (laughs) okay what else do we learn so we learn that um his motives for coming back to town is that He wants to be a bigger part of Rory's life and he wants to be around in general and um, you know Lorelai doesn't really buy it and she even says like why the hell are you here (laughs) and she really doesn't understand why he would come back now because she says she's always always left the door open for him but he's never used it and for that reason I understand why Lorelai would be so skeptical because it's just like, why now? You know, you were always welcome to be a part of Rory's life. And now for some reason you want to go back and you want to be part of this more, somewhat more stable life. So it's a little bit fishy and, um, you know, Rory is not in the room for that conversation. So she's much more just in her own world about this she doesn't really 
understand right now why Christopher is really here and maybe she doesn't understand how it could be kind of weird that he's staying here for like a week and he probably has never stayed for that long um pretty much ever and she's kind of just taking it all you know just being all happy about it and just really glad that he's there and not really second guessing anything um so rory and christopher the next day they go to dean's softball game and uh rory introduces dean to christopher and i thought it was kind of funny that um Dean and Christopher, they bond over motorcycles. <laughs> and I wrote in my notes, I was like, hmm, they're kind of similar. And I'm sure it's no coincidence that Rory's first boyfriend is kind of, at least on the surface, pretty similar to her father. Um, and let's see. So then getting back to just Lorelai's thoughts on why Christopher is here all of a sudden, um, in the next scene, we see Lorelai explaining to Suki just the fact that Christopher is here, and Suki is saying, well, how is it? I mean, it must be so different having him around, and just how are things? What's the vibe? And Lorelai explains that things are just, yeah, things are really different when Christopher just comes back into her life all of a sudden, and she is kind of reminiscing about the old days when she and Christopher were maybe when they were together, like around the time when she had Rory and, or at least leading up to the time when she had Rory and just, she was saying all her memories were made with Christopher and he's seen her through a lot of different phases in her life or at least in her early life and maybe during the times when she was kind of figuring out who she wanted to be and he was there by her side and witnessing all of that and so because of that it seems like she has a real weak spot for him and because a lot of her core memories are just tied to him in some way and they've known each other for so long um which i feel like is I actually really like this scene because we really, and I think I think any scene between, sorry, um, I think any scene between Lorelai and Suki is just really telling in terms of how Lorelai is feeling deep down because I think we know by now that Suki is just really good at getting Lorelai to open up about how she's truly feeling and um, maybe get her to see things that she was maybe trying to keep hidden so yeah i just really like this scene and i think it really sets up maybe how the rest of the episode is going to go because here's where we understand how much christopher really means to lorelei and how she still really feels for him in a lot of ways so Meanwhile, basically the whole town has realized that Christopher is back in Stars Hollow and everyone's kind of talking about him and um, I did want to ask you guys, so Christopher and Rory are in the bookstore and he's saying, oh, I want to buy you a book, you know, the book of your dreams, what's the book that you always wanted and I'll buy it for you. And she says, 
the Oxford English Dictionary. And so <laughs> it's this huge, just massive book. And he says, all right, if that's what you want, then I'll go ahead and get it for you. And his card ends up getting rejected at the bookstore. And what did you, I wanted to know what you all thought at that moment. Um, why do you think his card got rejected? Did you, um, I don't know. To me, that was, I mean, that was one of the first clues to me that maybe he has some kind of ulterior motive for coming back into town because um, it definitely seems like maybe he's not as successful as he's claiming he is and maybe that has to do with why he's back in town all, all of a sudden um yeah i just wanted to know what you all thought about that so christopher lorelei and rory are just hanging out at luke's and they get a phone call from emily and lorelei picks up and um lorelei well, Emily basically says, oh, did you know Christopher is in town? And Lorelai is just saying, what? No way. <laughs> and Emily is basically trying to tell her that Christopher's parents are also going to stop by. And she thinks that they should all have Friday night dinner together. Um, both Lorelai and Christopher are really nervous about this. And we get the feeling that Christopher is maybe not too fond of his parents or they get on his nerves or just that there's some tension there that he is just nervous about um, just confronting that. Um, so then flash forward to the Friday night dinner. Everyone is there and um, both Emily and Richard just love Christopher. They're just always praising him and reminiscing about the memories that Christopher and Lorelai have had together. I assume before Rory was born, because I think once Rory was born, everything changed pretty much. Um, but yeah, you definitely feel, or at least I do, I definitely get this feeling that there's a clear distinction in time. Like, the before times and the after times where everything that happened before Lorelai got pregnant is like the golden days for Emily and Richard, or at least in Emily and Richard's eyes, those are just the best times. But when Lorelai got pregnant, everything really changed. And we learn um, just how stressful that time was um, basically through this whole dinner scene and just to get right into it um you know although emily and richard really love christopher um the other side of the family is not as keen on lorelei so christopher's parents are very cold and very businessy and just not they don't really seem like very loving parents in general and I think there's just a lot of bitterness there that makes it really hard for them to get through this dinner basically and there's just the scene of both sides of the family sitting in the parlor and it's very awkward very tense and the tension really builds when Christopher's father 
uh, blames Lorelai for quote-unquote seducing Christopher and leading him astray from his plans of going to Princeton and being really successful. Which I thought was very strange because apparently Christopher is quote-unquote successful now with his startup and even despite not actually having gone to Princeton. So I thought that was kind of weird at first. Um, But yeah, it definitely seems like Christopher's parents are really, really bitter about just how, I guess, yeah, how Lorelai ended up getting pregnant by Christopher and how um, it seems that Richard and Emily had these plans to maybe try to fix that situation where, to my understanding, Emily and Richard thought it would be a good idea for Lorelai and Christopher to get married Um, because once Lorelai got pregnant, that was maybe the only or maybe the best scenario that they saw coming out of this was they should just get married and things would be better there. And it it seems like that would be a way of maybe correcting um, this untraditional start to their relationship and maybe forcing some kind of tradition or structure onto their life by making them get married. And so when all of this kind of blows up and Christopher's father is just getting really, really upset, Richard immediately jumps to Lorelai's defense and he says that it was a mistake that both of them made. It was not just Lorelai who did this. Um, and in that moment, I was like, oh my God, I never thought that Richard be the would be the one to defend Lorelai. Um, if anything, I thought, okay, maybe if Lorelai's not going to stand up for herself, then maybe Emily would do it. But no, it's Richard, which um, was a very interesting like mini plot twist for me but then we get a little more clarification on what exactly he intended to do when he was defending her and we get a little one-on-one scene between Lorelai and Richard later on and he explains that he wasn't just defending Lorelai he was also defending the Gilmore name in general because um I guess they want to keep up appearances or they really don't want their name to be, um, I guess, degraded in some way. They really want to um, just still have a lot of, um, what's the word? They just still want to be in a really good standing and and keep their name uh, up to these good standards. And so... um, I hope I'm explaining that okay, but, um, and so he was really just defending their family in general, not just Lorelai, and he's really frank about how difficult it was for him and Emily when they found out that Lorelai had gotten pregnant so young, and so this is where he's explaining that they had this plan, um, this plan, he uses the word procedure, And he says that Christopher was willing to follow through with the quote-unquote procedure that was laid out, but Lorelai wasn't willing to follow through. And I I just want to make sure that I'm understanding this. And if you all 
disagree with me or if you read it differently, please let me know because um, I vaguely remember in a previous episode that Emily and Richard had mentioned that Lorelai and Christopher um, should have gotten married and they were just talking about how marriage would have kind of fixed their problem. But now when Richard is talking about a quote-unquote procedure, it made me think, like, are they really talking about maybe an abortion? I don't, I don't really know. Um, I, I kind of doubt that Christopher and Emily would go so far as to consider that. I don't know. I really don't know. But how do you all interpret this scene? Is he really just talking about them getting married or is he talking about like maybe terminating the pregnancy? I don't, I don't really know. I'm going to assume marriage. Um, regardless, he says that Christopher was willing to follow through with that, but Lorelai wasn't. So, you know, I'm just going to go along with the idea that we're talking about marriage here, just because marriage obviously comes up again later in this episode, but we get the understanding that Christopher was willing to really just drop his plans to go to Princeton or just drop all of his future plans and really just take this complete detour or go on a completely different path and really just go through with this marriage with Lorelai. Um, But Lorelai obviously had some reservations about that. She didn't want to do that, Um, which I thought was really interesting. So meanwhile, this is where the episode really takes an interesting turn for me. And um, yeah, I feel like this is where, um, I don't know, I just really, really love this episode. And I guess I didn't start off by saying just my overall thoughts on the episode, but I might as well just say it now. I feel like for some reason, I was so emotional watching this episode. It just so many things happen and I'm about to get all into it and and the things that really struck a chord with me but yeah I'm just curious if you all felt the same way I even reached out on my Instagram I was like I just finished watching the episode Christopher Returns and I'm just so emotional about it did anyone else really just feel really moved by it and a lot of you guys responded so I'm really glad that um I don't know. I'm really glad that I'm not overreacting or I don't know. I I just, I'm glad you all felt similarly, but basically um, from here on, we have two scenes that are basically happening uh, at the same time as each other. So first we see Rory and Emily in the kitchen after this big blow up at dinner. And Emily, we really see her just let her guard down and be totally honest with Rory about how not only is Christopher's family, they're kind of (laughs) a-holes. She also says that, um, and I'll give you the exact quote later on in my segments later, but she basically says that there were, there were, there was a lot of talk about disappointments and, how it really seemed like everyone was talking about how Lorelai getting pregnant was the worst thing that could have ever happened and Rory being born was a terrible thing and it shouldn't have happened, blah, blah, blah. 
and she just really wanted to clarify to Rory that none of that is true. You know, there are a lot of disappointments that happened in these people's lives, but Rory was never, ever, ever a disappointment. And she just really wanted her to know that. And uh, I just thought that was so, so sweet. And yeah, I just, this was such a special moment. And I was reading on Reddit, someone was saying something like, um, I wish I had remembered exactly what they said, but they said something like, um, where did I write this down? Um, yeah, some, something about how, yes, okay, Emily may not have showed up as the mother that Lorelai needed, but now later in life she is able to show up as the grandmother that Rory needs, which is just so sweet how maybe she's just reflecting more on her life and her relationships and seeing how there's not one right way to do things and she tried being a mother with Lorelai and no mother is perfect and so she's understanding maybe where she could have been a better mother and she is able to correct that or at least try to be better for Rory and it's kind of like her becoming closer to Rory is her way of um, just trying to be a better a, a, a better grandmother, a better mother um, so I thought that was just really, really special. So then meanwhile, Lorelai is just really, really hurt by everything that happened um, with Christopher's parents and this whole scene <laughs> that happened, right? She's crying and she's out on the balcony of her bedroom, which by the way, this balcony is huge. It's beautiful. <laughs> oh my goodness. And so she's crying and Christopher finds her there. And I think throughout this whole scene, we are really seeing how Lorelai and Christopher are just kind of reverting back to who they were when they were teenagers, partly because, well, Lorelai especially, she's in the home where she grew up. And I think a lot of us can relate, but when you're in your old bedroom from when you were a kid or when you go back home you know to see family um, and you're back in your childhood home part of you maybe kind of reverts back to that life or you kind of feel like you're back in that role of being a little more vulnerable maybe and I think a lot of things are compounding right now to make Lorelai feel that way because not only is Christopher back in her life right now, um, which reminds her of how she was when she was a teenager, but yeah, she's also just back in her old room. She's back with, you know, being confronted by Christopher's parents who make her feel like a child again, basically, or like a teenager who doesn't know, um, I don't know, who doesn't know uh, how to lead her own life or just not not her own fully fledged person she just feels um, a lot more vulnerable right now 
And so, yeah, they're just reminiscing about their memories when the two of them would hang out on this balcony, basically when they were in love so many years ago. And at a certain point, Christopher takes out some liquor and he very suggestively reminds Lorelai that this balcony is where Rory was conceived. And they do end up hooking up and... I was just wondering if you all predicted that this would happen. Um, I, I mean, definitely, like, I think once, once he joined her on the balcony, I thought, okay, I think they're at least going to kiss or something. Um, because I think part of it is that Christopher just seems very, very lost and, I'll talk about this a little bit more when I get to what happens at the end of the episode, but yeah, it really seems like he's just looking for some kind of stability and maybe part of finding that stability is just like falling back into just familiar patterns and that would involve trying to get back together with Lorelai. And so I'm not surprised that this happened. Um, but yeah, and, and I also feel like Rory kind of picked up on what happened when they were all driving back. Um, and yeah, yeah, I'm just curious what you all thought about that. Um, let's see. So then meanwhile, so there's another thing that happened at this same time, is that Luke had been waiting for Lorelai to come and help him paint the diner because she had promised that. And the next morning she wakes up really early and realizes oh my gosh I totally just stood him up and left him waiting and she goes to him to apologize and um just like how everyone else in the town knows Luke also knows that Christopher is in town right now and I think he understands that she was spending time with Christopher that night and so because of that I think you can tell that he feels really heartbroken and disappointed about that. So then Lorelai comes back home. Christopher's awake by now. And they get to talking, just the two of them in the kitchen. And this is such a good scene. I mean, there are so many good scenes, but I love the acting in this scene. It's just, it's just so fascinating to me how even though Chris, this is the first episode where we really get to know Christopher, but the writing is so good, the acting is so good, you just feel just how far back these two characters go and how well they really understand each other, for better or for worse, you know? So he just comes out and says that he wants to marry her. Um, pretty much right when she's going off about how stupid and dumb it was for them to sleep together the previous night. And the, yeah, just the shock of him asking her to marry him really gets her kind of riled up and they get into a bit of an argument that reveals just how mature slash immature they really are. And he ends up revealing that his business is actually not doing well at all. And he admits that he's a liar for pretending that it was doing well. And um, I think that really revealed to me why 
Christopher was so insistent on wanting to mar marry Lorelai. Um, and yeah, it just seems like he's at a really low point in his life and he's looking for that stability and familiarity, which Lorelai and Rory would give him because they're this family that he, the family that he needs, basically. Um, I don't know if the, it's the family he deserves, which is what makes it really heartbreaking, I think. And um, yeah, and I, I just wanted to say that I think Lorelai's response to him and just her outlook on um, on his proposal was really, really mature and very strong. And it just showed how well she knows not only herself, but Rory and what they need in their life. And definitely it was one of my favorite moments of hers in the entire series so far, where she says that she will always love Christopher and Christopher will always love her but he just has a really long way to go in order to be the mature and reliable father that Rory deserves and a really sad um, thing for me to watch was just that I realized that Christopher has basically been contacting them every week I think they said that he calls every week and then they see each other every Christmas something like that so it's not like he's never contacted them before and this is the first time it really seems like he's always been kind of in and out here and there in their lives and it feels like maybe every time he's contacted them Rory gets her hopes up that maybe something you know maybe her parents could get back together and there would actually be some stability there and as they're kind of walking walking away and leaving Christopher to go back home um Rory says that she really thought there was something different about him this time and that just really hurt to hear that and how you realize that every single time he's contacted them she's probably hoped that something would happen between them and that he would actually have grown and become the father that she needs and she really felt like there was something different this time that he was um, maybe more mature or that he really really genuinely wanted to be in Lorelai's life this time that he had really made a change in his life um, but no apparently it's it's not enough and I understand that you know um and yeah and and each time basically comes with disappointment and so I think at least this time it seems like Lorelai made it clear uh that marriage to Christopher is not going to fix you know, it's, it's not going to fix his life. It's not going to make him happy, you know, make him better or, um, it's just not going to work out because he's not the father that Rory needs and it's just not the right match. Um, and I think that's true. I feel like Christopher is probably just wanting to jump into this because he's desperate for some kind of stability or wanting that family life again. Um, but he's just kind of a mess. He's really lost right now, and it's just, that's not going to fix it. 
So yeah, that's the end of the episode. Why don't we go ahead and take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll go over memorable moments and some fun facts. Funniest moment for me was when Miss Patty had her gossip girl moment (laughs) where she was spreading all the gossip and telling everyone that Christopher is in town and also flirting with Christopher. (laughs) It was very, it was really bad, (laughs) but very funny. All right. um, Most nostalgic moment. I think um, I just love seeing them in their neighborhood bookstore. I love going to bookstores and just Um, I find them to be very calming, and so I thought in a way that was sort of nostalgic, maybe because, I mean, the thing about books is that they never change, right? It's not like technology that ages really quick. Um, Books have been around since forever, and something about being in a bookstore feels really timeless and also kind of nostalgic, too. I don't know if maybe you can relate to that as well. Speaking of relate, most relatable moment, uh, for me, it was definitely being the only kid at family events, because um, I'm, I'm an only child, and I don't have any um, like very close, immediate cousins or anything, so at family events, I was always the only kid, and I definitely could relate to Rory at that dinner, just kind of sitting there watching all the adults talk and not really knowing what to do. <laughs> Let's see. Best advice? Um, yeah, I think, I think the best advice um, for me was just when Lorelai told Rory that even though a part of her will always love Christopher, he's just not the right person for her to marry, and he's not in the right place to be Rory's father full-time. And even though it's not really framed as advice, it just seems like a generally good outlook on life and relationships. And um, I can see Rory just taking that to heart and really keeping that in mind for the future. Um, And I think it's setting a good example, you know, My favorite quote, um, I promised I would get to this. My favorite quote was when Emily and Rory were in the kitchen after just the big blow up at dinner. When um, Emily says, she says, I know you heard a lot of talk about various disappointments this evening, but I want to make this very clear. You, your person and existence have never, ever, not even for a second, been included in that list, which I thought was the best I don't even need to explain that. It's just so good. Most comforting scene. I have to give it to that scene as well. Um, Emily and Rory in the kitchen again. I just, I love that so much. And for fun facts, um, I'm going to keep the fun facts a little bit shorter today just because I feel like I went pretty in-depth about the details of the episode, so why not just keep it more light and fun for fun facts? Um, So I wanted to share this YouTube video from the channel today. 
um, which I actually shared a bunch of other videos from their channel. I think they did a whole bunch of Gilmore Girls related videos where they had an actor or actress from the show just looking back on playing their character on Gilmore Girls. And um, I think it's just really cool to see what they think of their character or who they understand their character to be. Um, and then on top of that, just for me, it's, it's especially interesting to see whether, um, whether I had that same impression of the character, because I feel like if I had the same impression of the character that the actor had in mind, then I feel like the actor did their job really well, if you know what I mean, because it means that they really brought their vision to life in a way that other people could understand really deeply. Um, and I think with Christopher, I really felt that, um, I, so, okay, just to get right into it. So he was played by David Sutcliffe, who has his own video on the Today Channel. Um, and he was saying how he views Christopher to be, and I quote, a good-hearted guy, but a bit of a lost soul who couldn't show up as the father he needed to be, which to me is just spot on for how I kind of, the vibe that I got from him. Um, definitely lost. Lost is a really good way of putting it. Um, but he explained some like interesting behind-the-scenes facts, and he said that Christopher, so, okay, do you, do you guys remember how in last episode, um, when Christopher arrives on the motorcycle, he says, it's the Gilmore Girls, when he, you know, when he sees them? Um, apparently, that is one of the very few times that the title of the show is ever spoken out loud, which I thought was really funny and um, just interesting, because I feel like I personally sometimes refer to Lorelai and Rory as the Gilmore Girls, but yeah, in the show, it's never really said, which is strange. Also, apparently, he didn't know how to ride a motorcycle at the time, so it was a stuntman who did that, but apparently he learned at one point, so the scene in this episode where, um, you know, where he really just leaves at the end of the episode, that is really him. And then he talks a little bit about the scene in the kitchen where Christopher asks Lorelai to marry him. Um, the scene that I talked about earlier, which I really loved. And apparently it took them an entire afternoon to shoot that scene. And it was seven pages long. And yeah, just as I was saying, just watching that scene multiple times now, I can't appreciate enough how good the acting is and how real the connection between the two characters feels. It is just a really, really good scene. Yeah. So those are all my fun facts, really short and sweet, but definitely check out the video. Um, I will say, I think there are some spoilers in there because, um, yeah, he goes on and talks about other episodes from later on. So if you don't want spoilers, then just, um, then maybe just stop after uh, when, after he talks about the kitchen scene and then just stop. <laughs> All right, so to leave you off with the title for the next episode 
it is star-crossed lovers and other strangers and to be totally honest this is actually um so the next episode that we'll be watching is the first episode uh from here on forward that i have never seen before so um just as a reminder if you're new to this podcast and you're kind of wondering whether I've seen the entire series before or if I haven't, um, many years ago I watched almost all of season one. So I watched pretty much, yeah, everything up until and including Christopher Returns this episode. So everything, you know, from here forward is totally new to me. I know a few spoilers here and there about what happens with different characters and who they end up with, blah, blah, blah. But to be honest, I don't really care about spoilers. Um, You know, to me, it doesn't ruin um, how much I love a show. So yeah, I just wanted to let you guys know that my reactions will be very, very raw and new (laughs) so i'm just really excited for that and um i hope yeah maybe that will change things up for you guys maybe you're interested in hearing my first reactions to these episodes and i'm certainly very very excited as well so yeah i just wanted to say uh thank you so much and talk soon thank you so much for listening to this episode of my comfort show If you're enjoying it so far, I would love it if you gave me a rating on Apple Podcasts because it helps other people find my podcast as well. If you want to see pictures of what I'm up to and what recipes I've been making and just lots of food pictures, you can find me on Instagram at mycomfortshow. I look forward to talking again in two weeks. Until then, bye!